Welcome to the Wild Show. Uh, and my name is James Dash. Hi, I'm Emily. And we today we have a special guest, and it is Simon Rice from Barrow. I think. Hello, Simon. Hello. And could you tell us a little bit about uh, why you're here and what you'll be talking about today? Well, I've been introduced to the show to talk about um, what I do as working for Barrod um, as a researcher um, about some of the current projects I'm involved in and some of the people we've been working with, not only at conferences, but also um, at an international level. So when you talk to people in conferences, what sort of uh, conferences would they be? Well, a couple of weeks ago, um, myself and my fellow researcher, Brian Collis, we went to our first conference post-COVID up in Manchester. It was a two-day event, um, and we we did a presentation about data analysis around um, how GPs and hospitals store their information regarding people with learning disabilities and other vulnerabilities. So you you did a like a presentation, a big presentation for for people um, up in Manchester, did you? And, well, it was a, like I said, it was a two day event. Um, we there were many other um, presentations throughout the day there was about if memory serves there was um on the first day there were five that many different people had different presentations and we could choose which one we could go to so there was a selection um but in total on day one there were five different presentations one of which myself and brian um presented and then on day two there was like as you can say a sixth presentation which myself and brian could only intend the first half because uh, we had a train to catch and obviously it's a rather long uh time it's a, it's a rather long way from here to manchester so when you when you're talking about the international ones have you the how many of them have you actually done done well at the moment we've um at, well, at the moment we're um, t speaking to some researchers who are based in boston university in america um as well as a few of their colleagues based in florida um we've been in touch with them for uh a number of years um about four or five years because when we first um when we first met, met them they were asking we they wanted to interview us as researchers about the type of works we did why we did it what's involved sort of like the um the ethics the methodologies you know the rules that we as researchers have to use when we're conducting our research so what's the type of research that you could you tell us a little bit about uh, the research that you do for 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 Bar it's Barrett that you work for, isn't it? So, um, at the with being a researcher, we are given um, projects, which we we 
we're given a project that we as researchers, because there's four of us on the team, um, three of which are activist researchers and one being an academic researcher, um, we are given different projects. So myself, I'm currently involved in doing data analysis, which, which like I said earlier, it was around looking at um, how GPs and hospitals hold information regarding people with learning disabilities, and how they do their um, and how they do their health checks and such. Um, the, my two colleagues, one um, is currently involved in um, employment post COVID, um, and how people go gain employment or look into getting gaining employment post-COVID um, and the third project which again another one of my researcher colleagues is looking at is around public transport how how it has changed again during the COVID pandemic and what um, you know what what changes are being made now that we're coming out of the lockdown and obviously going back to the new normal as it were um, and then one, once we've, and obviously there's a deadline to that, deadline to these projects, to which at the moment now, we had a meeting this week, um, which we are going to be involved in another project, which starts, um, uh, well, it officially starts just after Christmas, New Year. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that project or... Does that have to be kept under wraps for a little bit? Well, at the moment we've had um, an initial. Obviously, at the uh, now we've had emails and one Zoom meeting um, because the gentleman who wishes to involve us in this um, meeting is based in Sheffield. Um, but we we still got one or two things to sort out between us because every every fortnight, once a fortnight we have what's called a Barod research meeting. Um, and obviously we'll be discussing um, about what this project involves. But the, at the moment, as far as we know, it's around about humanizing healthcare, humanizing research. And that's, that work all sounds good. So you all, all get um, to meet as, as, as one. Is it every month or every couple of weeks? The well, the researchers uh, we meet on a um, ev um, once every two weeks on a Wednesday. At the moment, it's just a case of obviously updating about research that we've done, about who we've got into contact with, focus groups, future meetings. But as I've mentioned, um, the current projects we're involved in, it's just um, coming to a close, wrapping up what stuff we need to do. Because um, like most research, we have deadlines to meet. And this humanizing healthcare, humanizing research is, like I said, it, we, we're having meetings now just to understand how we as Barrod researchers can use our knowledge and experiences to help progress this research and because it's going to be like a two three year it's going to be a three-year project and obviously we we as Barrett are getting paid for it 
so there'll be a lot of work around there'll be a lot of meetings a lot most of them um, on zoom others hopefully face to face so when you when you let's say you meet um people on zoom or things is it mainly international and um nationally at all together really um well the majority of our research is national so we work very closely with not only researchers who are based in wales but also england and once every so often there will be um researchers who are based in ireland but with the people i've mentioned earlier who are based in boston that's as that's more of a as and when because like like um us in barod we have other projects that um, keep us on our toes. And I keep in touch with the lead researcher as to when we meet up, um, what, we, what we will be discussing, um, and how we can help them in any way, shape or form. So the current, the, our current projects are on a national level because, like I said, we work closely with other organisations within the United Kingdom. So let's say if have you got any uh, you've got things coming up that before Christmas or things that would be good where well, you you said that you're fin- you got a lot of projects to finish is there a, and uh, of course with the I think is it the health champions you mentioned is it um well we yeah we've got um between now and christmas it is just most of our meet most of the projects that we currently um undertake we're wrapping them up because as as sort of like a rule as researchers we try and do things one at a time you know big projects we try and do them one at a time um but if there's one or two research papers that need reviewing we will take some time um, in looking at those papers taking them apart turning them into an easy read version and then we you know we ask ourselves is this paper or document we look at do we send it to a British do we send it to a journal Um, the British Journal of Learning Disabilities which is quite a prestigious newsletter as it were um but to, uh, to partially uh, to partially answer your question we try and do things one at a time and right now we're currently finishing off our current research project uh before we can move on to anything else otherwise we get overwhelmed with work and um it can if and it conflicts with current projects that we're working on that's very good and c- can you uh, explain a little bit about easy read for us just just to explain a little bit about that yes easy read um we where um when we do when we do research um whether we're conducting interviews focus groups or if we're doing anything relating to documents like papers books newsletters whatever um, any documents that are given to us as researchers, we unfortunately most of them 
um, use use jargon, big words that we don't that we don't understand or don't um, know, or we don't feel uncomfortable in using. We turn that we take that document document. Um, we use easier to understand words, words that people um, with learning disabilities and other audiences use, and. Oft, sometimes often than not we use what's called widget symbols mm. so if you're for example if you're talking about sports you use photo symbols which might have a football rugby ball um, golf club that sort of thing it, again it's just simplifying language for the people we do research for by using easier to understand sentences and words and using pictures okay you okay with that emily you're doing a step did you understand yeah that that's good so it seems the very complicated and very good what you're doing and it all it's all for people with learning disabilities and say autism and to help them within the area of a the, what, what you do really isn't it so Yes, we. Um, well, our, our main goal is to work with. Um, most of our research is aimed at people with learning disabilities and autism, um, but it's almost like a domino effect in which our target audience is people with learning disabilities and autism, and uh, on, and sometimes people who have mental health issues, but there are other people. There are other communities in society which benefit um, the work we do. And I think um, we have a good, truth be told, we do have a good team. Um, if, you know, if myself and two of my colleagues miss something, we have the fourth or whomever is involved in our research, they ask a question that would be relevant to the project we're involved in. Um, we come from the good, th- and again, like Barod, um, like the Barrod um, Community Interest Company, um, organize like Barrett organization we have a good team that have different experiences and it's those experiences and knowledge which helps us um, break down the projects that we do um, and yeah just to make things more accessible make things more easy read and if there's any th- and if there's any issues we question those issues just to, again just to make things easier not only for us to understand but by the long run, the people who we're aiming these toolkits and documents at, if that makes sense. Yeah, so how many, um, let's say, toolkits have you actually done for people with um, learning disabilities and autism? Um, As a research... Well, I've been involved in the Barrod research team for about six and a half seven years give or take um i've lost count how many toolkits that we've done but the ones that i've been involved in directly or indirectly two of the biggest ones i've certainly been involved in are called the bridge project and drill which um, bridge um i've had more of a direct input in and it's to help um people and agencies um you know, if they want to start up their own advocacy agency or they want to start up their own business, then they have the bridge toolkit to help them 
um, understand, you know, the do's and don'ts of starting up the business. Is, is there anything you'd like to ask Simon, Emily, or do you, did you understand all of What do you enjoy most about doing the research part? Um, I guess one of the intre- I guess one of the things I enjoy most about being a part of the research team is the people we work with. Um, because, like I said, we do a lot of work. We work with people, you know, around the UK, like you know, North Wales, Sheffield, Oxford, Bristol, um, Boston, in the United States. It's it's having discussion. It's meeting those types of people, having conversations with them piquing their interest especially when we mention works that we've done how we work as an organization what our organization barrod i mean what our organization is made up with in terms of people who's involved in our works and also um our disciplines and our ethics so basically what i mean by disciplines and ethics is how we conduct our research so what are the rules you know what do we do what don't we do um and if there's any questions that people ask obviously no question is a silly question um and it's just a case of yeah piquing people's interests about how unique not only we as it, uh, researchers but also we as barrod how we work how is when you do presentations like you said in manchester or, or going on things where when um has there been a, a lot of people injured given a lot of questions and uh, say um asking you questions about what you do for, for and enjoying it really um, well, Manchester was the first conference we've been to post-COVID. Uh, but when we do go to conferences, um, we get a lot of comments about how interesting our work is, um, especially amongst the academics, academic researchers, um, because obviously we do presentations for in front of people who have PhDs, doctorates, masters, um, not only professors, but also students who are wanting to get those um, doctorates and um, masters, whatever. Um, and we get a lot of comments around um, the pre- our presentation. So again, um, around data analysis, transport post COVID, employment post COVID, we get a lot of comments of how insightful our work is, and any questions we get asked is you know a couple of them the first couple that come to mind is how do we as students or academics go about doing our own version of that um is there any way we can work closely together um is there a is there an equivalent here in england or north wales or whatever so there are there is a lot of interest in the works we do and there is a lot of you know there's a lot of interesting questions that come about when we do our presentations um because it's not most of the stuff we do um does pique people's interest and it's how they can implement our findings into their work because some of their work might be 
directly or indirectly in part of their um, dissertations, their pre you know their works when they go to university to study whatever they're studying. Yes, that sounds very interesting, doesn't it, Emily? Really, yeah. Yeah. And it and it so so taking they're taking certain things from what you do, and then putting things into their into what they do so that maybe they if they didn't have anything like easy read it may help them put that to into their job their, into their job or get some somebody that they know like that is that am i correct in that feeling saying that um again well we're like most um like most other jobs throughout society people have um yeah people have disciplines people have rules that they follow that they have to follow based on their own thinking or the thinking of their peer group um when we do when we when we work with these um researchers or students uh, because we subject them to easy read or they we subject them to our way of thinking it they take a step back and do the whole hang on i've been doing this slightly different for years this is a, a di this is like a different way of working um and obviously now that we've given them that little you know earworm about how we as researchers conduct our work it gives them um, the ability to think okay maybe I need to change how I work maybe you know if I'm working with people with learning disabilities or people from an ethnic background or, pe or people who are you know elderly maybe change my language you know the words I use maybe use more easy to understand you know easy to understand language how use photo symbols maybe work with somebody who is autistic who has a learning disability who is you know for example asian or south african whatever it's just again changing the way yeah changing the way they work even if it's not even if they don't follow that way of thinking it's just a case of okay maybe i need to change one or two little things here and there even if it's just something insignificant i think and that uh... That sounds right. Thank you very much for for that, Simon. Uh, oh, hang on. Have we got somebody on the trying to get in? Hi, Jules and Emily. How are you today? Me and Lucy are in Western, and we've just seen the big giant uh, oil rig decoration they have at the old Robicana in Western. Yeah, and we're going. We're go. We're going to watch live entertainment at six o'clock today, and uh, I will tell you how that went next week. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, bye. Oh, <laughs> well, well, look who look who decided to chime in. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you very much for that, James. And we'll hear all all about that when. When we uh, when he uh, when we do the next uh, podcast or later on, uh, thank you uh, and for listening uh, to the Wild Show, and uh, keep uh, and uh, my name is James Dash, and 
Annette. I'm Emily. And we will see you next time. Chat to us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Wild Show. That's WWLD Show.